Let's get sweaty. My guest on the dojo today comes from the world of anime voiceover and I'm really excited to have him on the show. Having done lots of work across anime including titles called After the Rain, Devil's Line, Get a Robo Arc and more, he's found his way into the Shenmue community as the voice of Dol Neo. But more than that he's been interacting with us as fans on Twitter and been getting involved and really giving the anime a good hard solid push since he's been announced as his character. My guest today is the voice of Dol Neo, Joe Daniels. So Joe, welcome to the Shenmue Dojo interview series. How are you doing on this fine Monday? Happy to be here. I'm ready to talk about Shenmue. I've I've, uh, I've been having this on my plate for a little while, and I'm I'm excited to get to share it with everybody. Excellent. So before we jump into the Shenmue stuff and and the anime and everything around it, could you sort of give me a brief career tour so how you got into performing arts and then voiceover for anime and sort of your path into the industry sure absolutely uh so i started uh acting stage acting uh my sophomore year of high school so i suppose uh grade 10 it uh i wasn't very good uh and i'm still not <laughs> But uh, I went to school for musical theater after that. I went to college or university for musical theater. Uh, uh, spent four years there, got my degree, and then in pretty much immediately the plague happened after that. Yeah. And uh, so all theater dropped dead. And so that was fun. But not directly after. Uh, but while I was in uh, musical theater, I met uh, Bryson Bogus, one of my yeah. very good friends. Uh, and a very, very talented voice actor. And he was, this is when he was just starting to get like some big roles uh, at Sentai Filmworks. And he had just gotten the lead in Haikyuu, a very popular volleyball anime. I'm sure if you're into anime, you know Haikyuu. Uh, and he said, uh, hey, I, I just need, they need a, like a bunch of guys. So yeah. can I submit? some of your names, uh, some of me and my other friends, uh, to Sentai, and then maybe they'll call you in. Cool, and yeah. so I was like, sure, go go ahead. And he did. And the, the call was very soon afterwards. And uh, I thought I would just go in and do a little bit of, a little bit of walla, a little bit of background noise. And they were like, oh, here's this name character. Go ahead and do the thing. <laughs> uh, and so, needless to say, I was terrified. Uh, but I did it. And evidently, it was decent enough to bring me back in. Uh, and that was four and a half years ago, and here I am. Wow. It's still fairly recent then. So what what are some of the sort of the notable animes that you've worked on in, in that four and a half year period? Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, obviously, Haikyuu uh, is one of like the biggest ones that I've worked on. I, yeah. I played uh, So Inuoka as well as Ushiwaka. I, uh, I was in... Uh, Food Wars, uh, Season 2 as Abel Blondin, Season 3 as Rintaro Kusunoki. Uh, I was in Saint Seiya Knights of the Zodiac as Cerberus Knight Dante. 
I was in the remount or the redub of the 80s Saint Seiya as Cerberus Knight Dante and Kraken Isaac. I was in Don Machi, or is it wrong to pick Girls in a Dungeon, as Hyacinth in Season 2 and Leto in Season 3. That's a massive range of, of, of sort of anime works that you've been on. And do you have any sort of particularly, with the exception of Dolnir, who we're going to talk about in a bit, are there any sort of particularly favorite characters out of those that you voice? Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, Thorkel was Thorkel was interesting, if only because there are two dubs of Vinland Saga out there. Yeah, and that was uh, a weird thing that was happening. And and um, Patrick Seitz did an absolutely amazing job. The the, the guy who played Thorkel in the uh, the other dub. Um, but uh, that was that was probably one of the most fun characters uh, that I've ever voiced. It was, it, he's just so, so boisterous and so weird and so crazy and so bloodthirsty. Uh, just an absolute insane combination, but you, you love the character and I loved voicing it. Um, that and my other favorite role is probably Momoharu from an anime called Hironosora. It's a basketball anime, but it's more like a slice of life. Yeah. And uh, it's not a, it's not a very popular anime. But uh, it's very popular to me. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for that. So moving into Shenmue, the anime is, uh, and Shenmue itself. Obviously, Shenmue started out as, as a game series. It's, it's, it's over 20 years old now. Had you heard of the games before um, the anime was mentioned? Yes. Yeah, I, I did. I played Shenmue 1 when I was younger. Uh, yeah. I didn't play Shenmue 2, funnily enough. <laughs> um, I, uh, but I knew about Shenmue 2 and Shenmue 3, uh, yeah. later on. Uh, I mean, Shenmue 3 obviously was a lot later on than yeah, Shenmue yeah. 2. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I knew about the games, uh, because I played the first one. Uh, and so I knew kind of like what it was about. And, and the thing is, is I was, I, <laughs> whenever it all came together, I, uh, and I got called in for the anime. I was like, "This is this seems odd." Just because the voice acting in that game is is so uh, v- so very iconic. Yes, uh, I would yeah. say. And so whenever they called me in, I was like, "Wow!" I sincerely hope they're not asking me to voice match these voices, but uh, they weren't, and so uh, I was appreciative of that. Brilliant. And what did you make of the first game when you played it? I mean, it's a long time ago, possibly. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I was I was quite young at the time, um, but. I, I mean, I I played the hell out of it. I beat the hell out of it. I loved, you know, the QTE sequences. Yeah. I loved uh, just walking around investigating. I, lo- I It was a great game. It was one of my favorites when I was younger. And have, have you played Shenmue 2 or 3 since then, or have you, have you not had the chance? I haven't had the chance, but I have watched, you know, a few playthroughs, and I've watched a few reviews and whatnot. Yeah, okay. And... Is, are you going to pick them up or is it just it's on the list sort of thing oh at this point yeah no definitely Shenmue's obviously got his roots in the games the anime gets announced um the community were quite surprised by it i think it took a lot of people by surprise left field um but again more Shenmue the better in, in our books what was the, sort of the process for you getting involved with the anime and eventually into playing Dolnio himself Whew, yeah uh it was man it was it was an 
it was an interesting situation. I um, so I got called in at what I think is, of course, I'm just an actor. What I think is the very beginning of production for like yes. the first round of auditions, where I auditioned for like Landy and Rio and like yeah. all the the main cast as well as yeah. like a bunch of the supporting cast, um, and not. Don't you, since he comes in a little later. I mean, we rolled on, like, every single character. And if I remember correctly, I mean, this was a little while ago. But if I remember correctly, there was no animation to go off of. It was just the script. And we just sort of went. You know, they gave us the character breakdown. And I, yeah. I, I walked in. And they handed me the character breakdown. And I said, uh, <laughs> I, I think I know these characters. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, they can't tell you exactly what you're auditioning for at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't really have to do any research or read the papers. I was like, I, I know these people. <laughs> and so uh, I felt that was the moment that I was like, oh, man, if I have to voice match some of these, like, some of these voice actors, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do it. But I, I went in there and we did it and evidently i i did fine but just <laughs> not well enough to to land any of the main cast but hey don't get me wrong i i'm glad with where i landed brilliant and just out of interest do you, do you remember any of the sort of the rough character descriptions that you were given obviously they didn't name names at that point when you were auditioning but do you remember any particular sort of key traits they described of, of any of the main cast i remember a bit of Landis where they were he was it was he was supposed to be I think it said like the the pinnacle of 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 badass or something like that. Okay. You know, just like the 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 not the the not even thinking about others prowess just because yeah. he's so good. Brilliant. That's cool. That's nice to hear. It's interesting how you made that link to, to the main characters is interesting because obviously you've played the played the original game, so you think, oh, that might be Landy. You think, okay. It's interesting to see him described like part of being a bad badass. Actually, he is. <laughs> he is oh, actually absolutely a badass. And um, actually, I think that comes over in in the first episode probably a little bit more than in the game, where I think I know mean, he has a darker edge to him in in the anime. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the the just the the artistry of the anime I think lends itself to a very much a deeper story, which I I, I very much appreciate. Yeah, definitely. So, obviously, you went, you went to your audition. You got sort of cast in as Dolneo. Did they give you a character brief for him? And, and, and what was it when, when you were given it? Uh, no. So, whenever I auditioned for Donews, it was about three months after that, uh, the first initial audition. And I was going in for a session of Get a Robo Arc, where I played Baku yeah. uh, with Joe Yubod, uh uh, the director, he's a phenomenal director. He also directed Get a Robo. Uh, and I had finished early and he said, uh, hey, Joe, can you stick around for a second? We have this character that we're having trouble casting. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, sure. No worries. What is it for? And he was like, oh, it's for Shenmue. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I haven't heard about that in about three months. Um. And uh, he he throws some animation up on the screen, and it's the first scene with Don Yu, which I'm not going to spoil. No, um, yeah. I drop my voice real low, and I I make it real big, and uh, and we we do the whole scene. And he says, "Yeah, I mean, it's probably the best we've heard so far." So I'll I'll see what everybody thinks, and we'll we'll get going on that. 
and uh, a couple weeks later, they call me in. <laughs> nice. And uh, I get to, I get to yell and scream and be no donors. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so. I remember we had a very quick, quick, sort of quick interaction on Twitter about Dolnir. I think we described him as bowling ball man or something. Absolutely. Um, what sort of character traits did you like about him or, or dislike as you got into the role, as you got into recording? What did you sort of pick up about him? Uh, plenty of things to dislike about the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he's, he's just a bad person, first of yeah. all. Um. He, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's awful. He's all about, you know, he's the embodiment of like greed and gluttony and everything else. But, uh, things that I love about Don Yu, um, the one, the fact that he's like almost impervious to damage, it seems. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love the, the, there's this one part and, uh, I'm sure if you play the games, it's nothing new to you. Uh, where uh, Ren and Rhea are running away from Donu, and uh, they nimbly dodge down some steps. Yeah. Uh, and Donu, chasing after them, uh, trips, rolls down the stairs, slams into the back wall, gets up, and then charges down the, the next set of stairs, <laughs> all in the manner of like three seconds. And getting to voice all of that, it's just hilarious. Uh, all the while just screaming at the top of my lungs. Um, so that that's something to love about on you. Um, as, as well as the fact that he's he is very dedicated uh, to his takeover, his hostile takeover of Hong Kong. I'll yeah, give him that. Yeah, that that translates from the games where he's very much into he wants to own Hong Kong and he's you say about him falling down the stairs it, it just that fits his character in the games where a few times he, i think as an if anybody's played the games you'll, you'll recognize this where he goes to stamp on rear when he's on the floor mm-hmm. and he goes through the floor mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. just sat there going I'm, I'm gonna kill you i'm gonna kill you that that fits him so him yep. falling down the stairs is exactly the sort of thing that fits his character from the games in my book so it's awesome to hear that they, they've kept that essence of him while while making him what seems to be very much larger than life, is that fair? Oh, hundred percent, one hundred percent. If anyone is, it's definitely Donio. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very, very much so. So, going into the recording itself, um, how was it all done? Were you were you doing sessions on your own, or were you bouncing off of other people? Um, what did you did you have like uh, footage in front of you? How was it all sort of done and put together? Uh, so it's, um, the director is, uh, the director and the engineer in the booth or in the, the room next to the booth. It's, uh, just the actor alone in the booth with the script and the anime on two different screens. Um, and we just sort of roll through it, Mm -hmm. uh, by ourselves. There's no one else, uh, no other actors present anyways, but oftentimes, you know, depending upon timing, you might have another actor's reads with you, uh, in there if they've already gone through it. Uh, and a lot of the time Joey would call people back in if he decided on a, uh, a sentiment of a line that sort of didn't work with a, a different sentiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, of like a different read. And so he would call people in for pickups just to say like, hey, this line, we sort of changed a little bit of the phrasing. And so we wanted you to come in 
and and like reestablish this line, put a different emphasis or a different wording on it. Yeah. Uh, just so it makes more sense with this. So in a way it was that sort of like collaborative actor work, uh, if only because like the, those things were sort of managed and picked yeah. up. Okay. That sounds good. And had, roughly speaking, how long do you think it took for you to record all of his lines? Hours in the booth, I would say about to get all of Donu, maybe like six or seven, maybe closer to eight. Chris, and then, was that set across um, a whole day or was it broken down into sort of different chunks? Oh, it was broken down. I, I would have collapsed from exhaustion if it was over just one day. <laughs> there was w- way too much screaming. I was about to say, if you're screaming at the top of your lungs, I can imagine <laughs> hearing in my head, actually, when when asking that question, if you're if you're screaming, yeah, that, that would take its toll on your voice very quickly, I'd imagine. <laughs> Yeah, we uh we broke the screaming up. We had our final day of recording. Tony U was uh, just the just screaming, just screaming. <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so sort of talking about your recording, are there any f- particular favorite moments from recording your lines for Donia that you'd like to talk about or can talk about? Sure, sure. Let me make sure I don't. Let me make sure I don't give anything away though. Yeah, of course. Uh, there are a few times that I get to talk to Jan. Yeah. And, uh, I love those moments. Um, if only because he's, he's, he's so, he's such a different person when he's talking to Jan. And, uh, my, one of my very good friends, uh, the, one of my, my, my best friends, uh, Blake Jackson plays Jan and, uh, he does a wonderful job. And so it was absolutely amazing getting to act alongside him in that and for him to be um my on uh but they're they're the the defending uh of the 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 amount of like companionship that they have with each other it that that was a, a super fun part to play just because it was so different than like screaming raging don't you yeah uh and then of course the part where you know the 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 finale of don't you whenever he gets to uh fight actually fight and not just barrel down hallways and scream when he gets well if you play the games you know what happens in terms of his comeuppance yes yeah yeah and i i won't spoil whether or not it's in the anime i will just say that it was fun excellent and obviously acting with with your best friend do you think that sort of added another dynamic to sort of the two characters together on screen Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, no, it definitely, there was definitely more of a connection between those two characters, if only because it was Blake and I. Uh, not to, like, you know, toot my horn, it's just me and my, my best friend of 20 years have chemistry. Go figure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And was that a deliberate thing to cast Blake as Yuan, or was that completely coincidental? I, I think it was entirely and completely coincidental. I don't know that Joey knows that we've been friends for 20 years. Ah, so it's all worked out very well then in the end. I suppose so. Brilliant. And um, sort of going into in the, the anime itself, obviously the first episode aired, I absolutely adored it as a Shenmue fan of, of 20 years. Um, I think it set the bar really, really high. Having watched it yourself and seen the reaction to it, were you taken aback by sort of the reaction of Shenmue fans who, whose community has been, been strong in this for a long, long time and also new people coming in from anime circles who may not have heard of Shenmue before? Did it sort of the universally positive response sort of 
take you by surprise almost because we didn't know what we were getting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if took by surprise is the right thing. I think I was just waiting and just holding my breath yeah. for like a couple days as people were, you know, like the the hype on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, sort yeah. of like built and and everyone was getting excited. I think I was just sort of just holding that breath in and just really hoping. And then whenever, you know, it happened and people were tweeting about it and they said like, wow, I like people were admiring how faithful it was Yeah. to like some of the, like the major, major scenes and people enjoyed the, the further backstory on Rio. And I was like, that's super cool. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and so it was, it was it was awesome. I mean, like it was more of just like a relief sigh. Yeah. After everything happened, it just sort of like my 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 heart just rose again, and I could breathe. Uh, and it was really nice. I mean, I was super, it got me excited for when my for when Joe New comes up because I I think uh, with how faithful I know that things are. I feel like people will be able to enjoy it a lot easier. Yeah, it, and it very much is very faithful to to the games, I think, in terms of what we've seen from one episode. Um, obviously, there's going to be changes. It's a different interpretation of, 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 of the games, and we know, as, as we've both played them, the games are, are quite slow-paced at points, so they're going to have to take move things on a bit quicker, I think it's probably the fairest thing to say. But actually, in the first episode, it, it worked really, really well, and the story elements from the games with the new new bits and pieces they did. Um, I think we're in for a real treat. Um, I'm, je- I'm jealous of anybody who's seen episode two and three and beyond, put it that way. It's, but, and with Dolnir obviously saying he, he's, he's stayed faithful to the games. Did, was that in your mind when you were recording for his, for his character to, to remain faithful to, to the games? Or did you think, right, I need, I, I need to take this in a slightly different direction? It was sort of a half and half, uh, yeah. right? Because I wanted to make sure that I I captured the sentiment of Don Yu in the games. Yeah. While still making the part sort of my own. Mm-hmm. Right, I didn't want it to seem like, oh, this guy's just sitting here imitating the voice actor for Donia. Uh, I wanted it to, I wanted it to be recognized as its own medium because it is. I mean, it's it's a completely different, you know, art style, etc. It may be the same story, but it's told completely differently. Yeah, and so I wanted that to be reflected in it, but also, you know, I didn't want to like disrespect the medium. I mean, you know, an, a voice actor put his his heart into, um playing don't you and so i didn't want to disrespect that so i made sure that the sentiment of don't you from chenmu 2 was there uh while simultaneously sort of taking it and morphing it into something that was my own i suppose uh i hope i did that anyways that was sort of the idea that i went in with anyways brilliant so I'm going to be cheeky and ask this then what what can we expect from the anime version of Dolneo? Man, uh you can expect a uh a lot of a lot of that darkness that you saw in Londi in the first episode. You can you can expect to see that in Donyu uh as well as a lot of that levity of him being just just a big joke in the way that he <laughs> is 
Yeah. Like massive and always angry and and always screaming. Sounds good. And as we said before, very much larger than life. Absolutely. Very much larger than life. Okay, so moving off of Shenmue a bit, because I could talk about it all day and I'm, I'm, I'm wary of, of spoiling things as well that are coming up <laughs> to people who, who haven't played the games yet. Um, right. And we have some idea as people who have played the games what's coming, but um, we also, I think we're going to get a few surprises, but we'll, we'll drop that there. Mm-hmm. Um, what other projects are you working on at the moment? Is there any that you can, you can talk about or anything that's due to come out very soon that you, you've um, done voiceover for? Uh, <clears throat> not a ton that I can talk about that I am currently working on, just because I am, of course, currently working on them. But if you are in the the Sentai sphere or the uh, the Haikyuu bubble, then I'm sure that you understand that Haikyuu Season 4 is coming out soon. And uh, although I can't confirm nor deny that I am a part of it, that seems pretty cool, doesn't it? Uh <laughs> Uh, as well as, I mean, there's a couple things that came out just recently that uh, that I, I do love that I, I wouldn't mind plugging right now. Um, Go for it. Uh, Vinland Saga, of course, came out a little while ago, I think uh, in October of last year. Uh, and the Sentai dub is on Blu-ray, and I think it does amazing. I mean, Mike Himoto, uh, uh, David Wall. Everybody does a phenomenal job in it. So if you want to check that out, I highly recommend it. As well as um, a three-episode OVA Blu-ray of Alice in Borderland came out, dubbed by Sentai, uh, which I think was incredible. And there's a Netflix uh, live-action Alice in Borderland now. And I know that some people are digging Squid Game right now, and it's very akin to that. Um, And one of my very good friends from college... Uh, Jeremy G, one of my best friends, he he plays Alice and he does a absolutely kick-ass job, and uh, I'm super proud of him. So I'm promoting the shit out of that. Brilliant, excellent. And I, do you have any particular anime or that you'd love to work on if you had the opportunity? Give me your top three. Top three, okay. Uh, One Piece, Never Say Die. I love it. God, it's it's amazing. Oda's incredible. Um, uh. Oh man, the thing is, I've been watching anime since I was like a little kid. Uh, <laughs> I started. I started watching on Toonami, ironically. Brilliant, and uh, it just sort of escalated from there. I mean, started started watching on different stuff. Ah, uh, man, uh, animes that are out right now. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I guess. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind being my hero. I'm just saying. <laughs> And uh, I would say AOT, but like Bryson's got that one locked down. Bryson's Bryson played Falco in Attack on Titan, and he did an amazing job. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know. I'd like to be in Maiden Abyss. Honestly, that that anime is really cool. You mentioned Toonami, actually, and coming from the UK, we used to get that here. Um, we don't, we don't unfortunately get it anymore. Um, oh, no. it, it disappeared. Um, I think around 2008 unfortunately what what was the anime that hooked you into then going i love this you know, this is what eventually turned into a career naruto my wife my wife loves that she's a massive massive anime fan she's been educating me yeah. on anime um 
Wow. And what other what other animes did you watch? Uh, watch a lot of One Piece, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, yeah. yeah, I watched the uh, the the first. I think the first anime that I ever saw was the Four Kids dub of One Piece, uh, where Sanji had a uh, a lollipop instead of a cigarette. I think that was the first anime that I ever watched. I was very confused. <laughs> nobody, nobody did any bad things or said any bad words or anything, and. I was very confused by it all. But then I watched the actual thing and I was like, oh, he's been smoking this whole time. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Makes sense. Love love that. Okay, I think coming into my, my final question, and I, I do this with everybody who comes on the show, and, and I'm grateful for you giving me your time out of your, out of your morning to come on and talk about Dolnia and, and the Shemu anime. Um, is, do you have a, a closing message for the Shemu community, either about the anime or, or, or what we can expect? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I I hope that, one, I did it justice, uh, and I hope that I did it well enough for you to uh, accept it, as well as I hope that the Shenmue anime provides another piece of media for you to add to your love of Shenmue. I hope that it, it increases the amount of uh, endearment that Shenmue has in your heart because I know that Shenmue has a very faithful and a very large cult following and I think that that's absolutely wonderful it's a beautiful story and I think it's told wonderfully and I know that Shenmue 3 took a very long time to come out yeah uh, it did. <laughs> from Shenmue 2 and so I hope the fact that this the Shenmue anime coming out so close to, well, in comparison, so yep. close to Shenmue 3, uh, I hope that that gives you hope that there is more on the horizon. And that is exactly what we're hoping, that the anime can hopefully spearhead more games. That That's the dream. Um, mm. But judging what I've seen on the anime already, if it had to finish the story, I would, I would take it. I think they've done... I'm basing this on one one episode, so we may well have seen a lot more episodes by the time I get this edited and and out there. But on yeah. the one episode that I watched on on Sunday, um, and yeah, I was taken aback actually by how well it was done, the attention to the detail and the attention to the source material. I think it's been put together with a lot of love and care, and it and it shows in my book. Hey, that's that's great to hear, honestly. All that remains is for me to thank Joe for his time on Dojo this afternoon. So thank you, Joe, for joining me. To everybody who's been listening at home to this podcast and interview, thank you as always for taking the time to listen to me. Don't forget to give a subscription on YouTube. Follow us all over on our social media channels. And I will catch you again with another interview very shortly. Take care, everyone, and goodbye. Look at the time.